0: And welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Welcome to May 12th. By the way, June 12th is my birthday, so I am officially 43. I was born in 1977. Yes, I'll be 43 in one month. All gifts accepted. I especially like Canadian Tire, Costco, (laughs) Amazon, and Target, in case you're wondering. Okay. Oh my God, you guys. My sponsor, as per usual, has changed my life. So if you listen to yesterday's shot glass, which I did last night, I was in some kind of way. And it was because of my feelings about how I conducted myself in an interview. And though I I was completely honest and in the moment it was so fun and I enjoyed it so much. It was only when I got into my head after this interview that I started to go sideways and fall down the hole of like shame and guilt and perfectionism And so this morning, I was not myself. I was like, I'm depressed, which is not something I'm used to feeling, especially not when I can connect it to something like a death or a breakup or the loss of something like that all makes sense to me. But I didn't want to get out of bed. Um, I didn't want to eat I just felt gross and what I love so much about this program is I immediately texted my sponsor and said I'm having a shame hangover can we talk and she was like yep let me know when you want to talk so what I did in the meantime is I forced myself to get up and make some tea and then I crawl back into bed like a little caterpillar and I pulled out my fourth inventory sheets so in the fourth step we do an inventory harms fears I was going to say guilts, harms, fears, resentments, and sex conduct. And I looked, I honestly had this point besides sex conduct, had no idea where I was going to fill out this fourth to help me examine what was going on. And it only fit into fears. So under fears, I'm going to look at it right now. I said judgment or dislike from the person that was interviewing me. It said, I'm fearful of judgment or dislike. Second column, why do I have the fear? And I listed because I want him to like me. I think I overstretched too much on some of my language. I said too much. I had no self-restraint and I feel shame about admitting some of the things that I admitted. So then I was able to go into the, the subsequent columns, like my social instinct. What does this fear Effect. Is it my self-esteem? Yes. Is it personal relationships? Yes. Then I moved to the insecurity instinct, so on and so forth. Then I looked to the exact nature of my wrongs, of which I couldn't click any of them. I wasn't selfish. I wasn't dishonest. I wasn't self-seeking and frightened, and I wasn't inconsiderate. I had a great interview. I had a great chat with this person. So I called her and I said, I'm having a shame hangover. And she said, okay, tell me what happened. So I told her what happened. And what she so deftly picked apart in asking questions and not diagnosing was several things. And the root of them, which is hilarious because that's the reading we did yesterday. What came out about the root was perfectionism and vulnerability, which was huge for me. Um, one of the things that she was really helpful was in pulling apart was, as the big book talks about, we share the nature but not the details. So I can say things like, I was inappropriate in my marriage. I behaved in a way I was not proud of in my addiction. And I don't have to go into details like, I had two affairs. Um, I drove drunk when I was when I was in my addiction, I did this and blackouts. I I can share the nature and not the details. And that's still being honest. And it's not being tricky. It's being honest and knowing about the appropriateness of when to tell somebody something. So, for example, um, on a first date, how much do you share? In an interview, depending on what you're applying for, what do you share? With a new friend, what do you share? And your amount of trust and respect will usually dictate that. So while the details of what I told this person yesterday is something I could share and swear all the way through it with my sponsor and feel nothing about it, with someone that is not that close to me, I can feel very exposed, which is exactly what all of this feeling is about. Is it's a vulnerability issue? I allowed this person to see me in my most raw state, with no walls up, with no protectors, and I'm a fighter. I've been I've been used to fighting and protecting my whole life, so to throw myself that wide open for someone that I don't know, not like I have I refer to the people closest to me in like tears, and if you do know me, don't ask me what tear you are there's like the the first tier people that are very close to me that know everything and then the second tier people which know a lot about me but not everything and then the third tier people which know more than the average person but are almost close to like acquaintances and the levels of trust and respect in all of those tiers are different so someone that is like a third tier got first tier access and it made me feel very vulnerable because it just did. And so she said to me, well, it sounds like you're going to have to practice some self-forgiveness around that. Because how would you counsel someone that came to you or a sponsee that came to you and told you what you just told me? And I said, I would feel really tender-hearted towards that person. And I would be like, you know why you didn't know how to handle that? And you would have handled it differently now because you've never come up against it before. And you did a great job and I'm proud of you and you were brave and you shared things that were really hard and you may think that you overshared, but how would you do it differently next time? So whether or not I get this position, it's okay. First of all, yes, I'll be disappointed, but I am so firm in God's plan for my life that if it's not this opportunity, it will be another one. I'm not going to be the perfect fit for every opportunity and everyone's not going to like me either. And I'm okay with that. Um, Because I know this person that I spoke to really likes me and respects me. And that's the most important thing for me. It's what is my relationship with this person like, not what um, I can seek to gain from them. I just love her so much. This is the power of sponsorship. This is why we have those people in our lives and mentors and teachers to help us walk along life because none of us know what we're doing really. So we just need to look to people that we believe are doing no more than us in some regard and have a little bit more wisdom that they can share with us. So I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I can have love and tenderness for that part of me that is feeling very exposed but know that I didn't do anything wrong and that I don't have any reason to feel ashamed or embarrassed because my default that she also helped me examine old scripts and old beliefs and I was defaulting to a place of fear because as a child um, my mother read my diary and eavesdropped on my phone conversations and then would take things she read or things she heard and bring them to me and shame me essentially about my my private thoughts and feelings. And then when I got married, my husband at the time read my diaries and confronted me with very personal things. And so I have learned that if I barf everything out on the table, there's no way you can later use anything against me or call me a liar. I, I live for honesty and integrity and accountability and transparency. So if I throw it out all on the table, then there's nothing left in my past that you can come up against me and say, how do you feel about this? I'm hurt by this. You didn't tell me that. And so this interview brought up, and thank God it did, because I really believe it says in our program, pain is the touchstone of all spiritual growth. This will help me to be better. This has made me also realize that old ways of protecting myself are misplaced now. So that old method of protecting myself actually puts me emotionally in more danger if I go about it in a way that I seek to protect myself instead of seeking to be honest. So sponsor, Sherry, if you're listening, I love you so much. Um, I know I just told you that on the phone, but your gift to my life has been amazing. (sighs) I love our program. I love our fellowship. I love you. Thank you for being here with me and listening to me. That's all I got. Don't forget my birthday's in a month, June 12th. Don't forget to wish me a happy birthday because we in some way have to make this about me. Okay, enough. Sometimes I don't know how to end these things. So it gets awkward and weird. So I'm just gonna say bye and thank you and I'll talk to you soon.